and welcome to Lisa J Beauty Talk. We will be talking to Star Davis. We will be having a great conversation um, about her being a creative stylist, uh, a salon owner, and um, maybe she got some little secrets she may be able to tell us and give us some nuggets to motivate us in the industry. Um, from do I want to say the young side of the industry? Mm-hmm, girl, I'm not even young. I'm 30 now, sweetie. <laughs> so, Star, I want to say welcome to you and thank you so much for, um, you know, being a part of this and giving the people the encouragement, the motivating. Thank you for having uh, me. The motivating moments mm-hmm. in your life. You know what motivated you in different things. So let's see. Okay, Star. So, what would you tell us the importance of having a mentor? What is the importance of having a mentor and what it means to be a mentor? Um, I think for me, um, the importance of having a mentor, you're able to, and I let, let me go ahead and say, I think that in your beauty uh, career, you will have multiple mentors um, for different things. Like when I was, of course, younger and I had one mentor when I got to, you know, maybe my teenage years, I went, you know, had another one just, and I still kept the previous ones is just they served a different purpose in my life. And I think those purposes are just to help grow and aid you um, as you work your way through the industry. Um, and in terms of being a mentor, I'm going to go ahead and say the same thing basically in reverse. You get to help people and grow them um, to who they are meant to. I don't want to say I'm meant to be, but it'll really help you determine uh, what you want to be in the industry, who you want to be, um, and sometimes who you don't want to be, um, and that's okay too. Um, so, for example, you know, as a mentor, I want my mentees to learn um, how to really love on people, how to enjoy people, how to enjoy the clients, um, and have them enjoy you. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Um, because I think being a mentor is really great, especially if you didn't have one, you know, mm-hmm. like I may have gleaned from others, but to have a mentor, mm-hmm. I didn't have in the industry. Mm-hmm. And so um, those opportunities, I guess, wasn't um, around or, or, or people didn't see it be necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, it was okay if you just was, the kitchen beautician, you know, things like that. So I had to learn a lot of things on my own. So having a mentor would have been so much greater mm-hmm. um, um, for me if I if I knew then what I know now. And so what about, you know, how is it being a mentee? Because being a, a mentor doesn't mean you are cloning you. And being a mentee, doesn't mean you have to do it the mentor's way. Right. Um, so I think for being a mentee, when I was a mentee, I did not see it that way at that time. I'll say, I thought, oh my gosh, like they, well, no, let me back up. I think I thought that I, I wanted my clients to feel how my mentor's clients felt. Um, so not... I want to be my mentor and or mentors, but 
I love the way that their clients felt. I love the way that they talked to me uh, when I would go in and shadow and things like that about their experiences at the salon. So for the mentee side, I feel like I just wanted someone who would teach me how to make women feel amazing. Um, and maybe on the mentor side, the same thing. Okay. All right. Thank you. Now, um, some titles, you know, um, we may carry such as award-winning platform artists or celebrity stylists, master stylists, the list goes on. How do you feel about having a title and which one better describes you? <laughs> I have struggled with this because, you know, I, I've just struggled with uh, accepting the fact that I really am a celebrity stylist. I've um, had a celebrity client and um, I've done platform work. So I've struggled with that. And I think that's because, number one, I am slightly shy. Um, though I, most people wouldn't say that. But I am, especially when it comes you know, to my work sometimes and just like, oh, like, no, you know, <laughs> I think the, the best <laughs> title probably, I guess, would have to be Celebrity Stylist for me. Um, but even above that, which I don't know that most people would consider this above, um, but I do. Healthy Hair Artist is going to be my number one title. That's going to be my number one regardless, because at the end of the day, the clients who sit in my chair may not be a quote-unquote celebrity, um, but to me they are. And my title as a healthy hair artist is making sure that they feel as luxurious and as amazing as I'm going to make my celebrity client feel, if not better. Um, so, yeah. Right. And, you know, I've read a book, um, oh, my God, Wade the Barber, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. Um he says he speaks in his book about being a celebrity, you know, uh, barber, stylist, or whatever. And one thing he said, um, I may not say it exactly the same, but it was a situation where the celebrity wanted him to do this, such, and such, mm -hmm. but he refused the celebrity because that it interfered with his clients, and his clients supported him daily, weekly, you know. Or whatever so um he he lost out you know yeah. per se but my clients are celebrities in their own way right. you know in their own way they're celebrities so um I, I really when i saw that i was like you know that's awesome that that states okay i do desire this money you mm -hmm. know i'm going Absolutely. and i'm grinding but you know at the end of the day this stylist this this celebrity is here for the weekend for whatever mm -hmm. show or whatever game or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be that they're doing but my book of 12 people right for that day mm -hmm. that's going to be those same 12 people who come back in the next week or two mm -hmm. when the celebrity probably has two or three different people mm -hmm. that they really work with you know and see that i will say that I, that, that was not my experience fortunately well fortunately enough my celebrity wanted me to be there all the time um it wasn't a you know so that's a person that was a person that was more like a personal hairstylist um to them and you know let's because i said it let's talk about the money um, <laughs> of course i made a lot more as their stylist than i have I, I would say in that amount of time as a traditional hairstylist 
Um, but the money is not everything. And that's the thing that I feel like most people, even me, I did not know that um, until I was in it and the money was amazing. Yet I'm like, mm, this is not what I, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I thought it would be. Um, so you really can't even go on that. So I definitely understand where you're coming from in that regard. Like, but who child? Fun. Yeah, and, then, and so sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's not so much as the celebrity. It's the lifestyle. Correct. It's the lifestyle yep. that. And and when you're a personal, mm-hmm. a personal says. I'm solely, I'm all yours. That's it. And when you, you kind of feel like you, I'm not going to say belong to, but you kind of do feel like you belong to. And to be honest, like my actual person was amazing as an individual. Um, They just had a lot of things going on in their life and their lifestyle that I just couldn't be a part of, you know? Um, And that's okay. You know, that's okay. Somebody can do it and somebody will do it and, Somebody did do it. Um, but I think when you have that, you have uh, other things going on or they have other things going on in their life, you really have to determine kind of early on if you can handle it. And if you can't, it's okay. You get out of there and you move on to other things. And I got out of there and I was blessed with my salon. So, you know. Right. Which is a very beautiful and successful salon. So, you know, it, it wasn't Girl. that you... It wasn't that you you fell backwards, you know. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. pulled your bootstraps up, as they say. Hello. And you kept it moving. That's it. You know, you start, you look forward. You, because back, that's not the way you're going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, don't look back. That's not the way you're going. Mm-hmm. You know, keep moving forward. So, and that's what you did. So that's, that. that's good. Okay. So tell us one or two of the best moves you've made as a beauty professional. Hmm, the best, oh my gosh, the best two, and if people are not even probably going to believe this, the best, the first best move I made as a hairstylist was moving to Atlanta. And the best move, the second best move I made was moving back to Richmond. Um, because th- both times served such an amazing purpose. Um, moving to Atlanta allowed me to start back from the bottom and work my way up and, or what I consider up. And then having to come back and, you know, basically pick up where I left. To be honest, I picked up where I left off. I had a full book when I full book when I returned. Um, I opened a salon literally a month, literally thirty days later. I opened a salon, and I think that the spirit of gratitude allowed me to flourish so well upon me coming back in August and opening opening my first um, suite. In September, and then to go on a year and three months later, I think it was to open a full brick and mortar. So, moving there and moving back was the best. And, and the thing about it was, um, a lot of us, uh, it's a lot of us that make moves that like take us to our lowest point in mm-hmm. order for us to build up, mm-hmm. but we do it because we, we want to reach a certain point. Mm-hmm. So, when you say, when because when you move to Atlanta. You didn't have any clientele. Not one. Yet. Mm-hmm. You had an apartment. I did. You know, and you even had to find a salon to work in. I sure did. That was something that you were used to mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, that you knew that you could not only be a part of a team, mm-hmm. 
um, be an asset to the salon. That's you right. know, the salon has something to offer you mm-hmm. just as you have something to offer the salon. So we, um, let's see, how can we say you, you really, you know, so you really pushed mm-hmm. and you really pushed to be able to, um, and, and, and you were led to go to the right salon because it was that salon mm-hmm. where you met the, um, uh, young lady, mm-hmm. if, if I'm not mistaken, it was a young lady who introduced you to into becoming the the stylist for the celebrity am i correct well yeah the owner of that salon introduced me to the lady who was (laughs) assistant to him right right Mm -hmm. so yeah so it was you know it was and it didn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. but when you really think how quick it happened it was it was overnight (laughs) it was quick you know it was it wasn't absolutely um and it was of course some rough patches and you know, the girls will move to Atlanta and pick Chicago. And it was great. I will say I had a, I did have a good time. Um, but it was definitely not what I thought it was going to be. Um, but I enjoyed it. So for that person that says, you know, and maybe in their um, late teens, you know, they may be, um, you know, because you can graduate high school now, a licensed cosmetologist or a barber. Mm-hmm. So for that person, because I hear young people say it, that say, I want to move to LA. I want to move to Georgia, Atlanta, or um, New York, you know, different places. What do you say to them um, to, you know, encourage them? What moves should they make? You know, what's the process? Okay, I can't say what their process should be, but I will say, I would say what my process was. Um, I saved up a lot of money before I moved. Um, I made sure that my financial ducks were in a row because what I didn't want to do, I didn't want to move to Atlanta. And originally it was going to be L.A., but that's a conversation for another day. But I didn't want to move to Atlanta and have to live in a project or somewhere that I didn't feel safe because I did move there as a single. Um, and I just, you know, I was alone. So I didn't want to. I wanted somewhere gated, which if you you know Atlanta, everywhere is pretty much gated. But I wanted somewhere that gated save all of that. So I had to have the finances to do so. Um, so have your finances in order. Also have discipline because, you know, no one's going to make you get up and go to work. No one's going to make you go out and get the check and, um, you know, really do what you need to do to make it there. And if you can make connections prior to going, um, that is the th- that is one of the things that I really learned when I got there that I did not have enough connections at the time. Um, and also to stylists, be a connection. Let me just go ahead and say, be a connection. If you're in another city and someone approaches you about coming to your city, be a connection. It is not going to cost you a single thing um, because you can help a stylist out and anything that's yours won't be taken away from you. Everybody has this whole thing. Oh, they're not going to come to that, you know, but help out who you can. Um, but yeah. Okay. That's kind of twice. I've heard that, Mm -hmm. um, are in another, um, episode with a couple and that was something, you know, help, help each other out, you Mm -hmm. know, 
and that that that's good because we need to do that better i'm a hairstylist and a makeup artist and i can tell you for me what i learned was in the hair industry and the makeup industry if you want to separate them um it's totally different yeah. you know the the makeup industry welcomes you with open arms you know they are willing to teach you and show you i mean down to celebrity makeup artists you know so it's totally different and we have to do better you know as hairstyles i think i agree mm -hmm. okay so hey look so tell me um what's your niche and how did you find it um my niche is healthy hair um, I'm a healthy hair artist through and through. So in terms of styling, I can't say that I have a style niche. Um, I just want it to be healthy. I don't care to what capacity that needs to be. And also, I'm very big on determining clients' lifestyles and what will work for them. Um, and that's one of the things that I pride myself on. So I'm not anti-relaxers like some people that, hey, if that's you, that's cool too. But I'm not because I know that, that works for people's lifestyle. And if it is healthy, let, let me say it again, healthy. One more time. Healthy hair <laughs> is the most important at the end of the day. So if that hair is healthiest, meaning you can take care of it best, it is growing, it is thriving, it is not snap, crackling, and popping all off on the floor, then I'm down with it. So um, healthy hair. That's, yeah. Okay. So um, now I, I, I got I to... Gotta, um one or two more things i want to cover with you mm -hmm. so one thing is that you are not only are you an amazing stylist um you really um enjoy doing you know the weaves and different things mm -hmm. like that i do and you are um a salon owner mm -hmm. okay yeah but you also have your own product line mm -hmm. okay yeah. now what made you do that and what was i'm not going to say what was the process mm -hmm. um but what 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 made you decide to uh, this is what i want to do i think i already know the answer okay it was <laughs> it was a couple different factors to be honest um there was a need in my industry for, um, you know, really authentic hair care, something that provided a lot of things packed into one or two things. Um, and I would say one of the driving forces was actually you to help me create the product line. Um, if you're just tuning in, um, <laughs> Lisa J <laughs> was one of the driving forces um, to creating Nima and taking it very seriously. Um, because I was playing, I've been making my own conditioners and doing mixing cocktail and stuff for years, literally for at least 11 years of my career. I've been doing cocktails and hair cocktails. I mean, um, and mixing up stuff special for my clients. And, you know, we talked about it during quarantine and we talked about it before then last year and it just needed to come to fruition. So I hope that answers. And, it, and it's all for healthy hair. It's all, all for, for healthy, healthy hair. hair. Right. Um, so, and I know, you know, that's the subject that in itself a whole nother, you know. It is. It is. Come on. <laughs> come on. It sure is. So, um, just, just to, um, oh, kind, oh, okay. kind <laughs> of doing, let's see, 
your a few beauty professionals that you follow mm-hmm. on you know you know Instagram and, and why um a few you okay to be honest like I follow so many people but my main people's pages that I love 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 to go to are um Nigel likes the river mm-hmm. um because yes. she, I mean she, she is just, whew, you know, she, her professionalism, her mm-hmm. passion for the industry, her passion for timeliness, um, yeah. that in and of itself, when she tells us we lazy, but she don't really say that y'all, but when she basically encourages us to get up and be at work by 6.30 a.m., which I've not made it there yet, Naja girl, but soon, soon come, maybe 8.30 <laughs> for me, you know, maybe 8 o'clock, um, but uh, she is just a uh, pillar of like professionalism, timeliness, and a great product. Um, another beauty perfect or I would say an industry person, a beauty industry person would be Ming Lee. I am Ming Lee. Um, and I love to follow her and look at her page because she has literally built campaigns on being who she is, her, her personal life and being who she is. And it's, it's never like crazy stuff. It's, and she's a million dollar company owner. And listen, I they say you gotta learn from a millionaire. So, you know, she she's one. And the other one, or one well, the other one, but one of the other ones would be Tabitha Coffee. Um, I follow her and I'm just like in awe because of course everybody sees Salon Takeover. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started following her. And she just she gets those salons in shape. I know. I always say that's my job. Right. You know, hello, company. has my job. Oh. Right. That's <laughs> it. And she is. Just, okay. Well, you know what? An honorable. A, it's a couple honorable mentions, actually. That I'm going to go ahead and just throw in Humble Hair of um, Newport News. She's great. Um, my personal uh, homegirl, Lenise, Hair Grease, Lenise. Uh, Parlor RBA girl because she needs to be called hair juice release, whatever. Um, um, hair magician is amazing um, too in terms of time, and I follow her academy, Silk and Slay Academy. Um, and I mean, there's so many people, but those are my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yeah, that's and I follow those people for inspiration and um, beauty tips and. Um, you know, right, right, stuff, and so. that's how, um, you know, that's how, like, again, we should be able to. That's gleaning, mm-hmm. and that's how we glean, you know. And I'm, I know, I'm pretty sure that out of your list, that you may be able to call them, you know, and be able to literally speak to them mm-hmm. if need be about if you were stuck on on, on something, you know. And right. if not, ladies, it should be that way, right. And a, a one, an additional one, but I don't, she doesn't really post to social media like that. And it really actually burns me up is Lisa J. <laughs> but, you know, you just got to take, take it, take it for what it is. Another one of those people <laughs> is uh, Nate Woolridge. Um, she, you know, these people, they badly want to post Instagram and I'm always on their back and they don't do it. And whatever. And look, and for you all who may have missed it, I don't know if it was mentioned before, but the lovely Star Davis is my niece. By blood. <laughs> By blood. <laughs> you know what? My blood. That's right. Y'all heard yes. it here first. Yes, she is my niece. And um, 
again, we do not work. We work in the same city, mm-hmm. however. Yeah. Uh, we, but we do not work together. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she is my boss, though. Girl, okay. Oh, oh, but you really, you my boss. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> so, so sorry, let's see. Um, you know, tell the people. I know we we've had an episode where you know it was a group of us, but tell the people how to find you, where to um follow you. Okay, you, you all can follow me on at the hair mogul. That's um, you know, the at sign T H E H A I R M O G U L. Also, my salon page or my product company page is Nima Hair Care. That's N-E-I-M-A-H-A-I-R-C-A-R-E. But you can get the link from my hair mobile page. Um, but yeah, that's how you can follow me and keep up on that and on Facebook, honey. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you so much, Star, for um, being a part and giving us uh, so much information um, on all levels. You know, as a young stylist, as a young salon owner, you know, um, like I said, you know, I've said before that Star teaches me a lot as well. Um, she pushes me. We equally push each other. Hello, don't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and that's that's great. Um, we do not compete, you know. Mm-hmm. You cannot um, compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we just, we don't do that. So, yeah. I want to thank you, Star, for joining us. Um, so, as always... I pray you are um, motivated, inspired, and that this podcast has helped you in making um, the next move, you know, the right move um, in the beauty industry. Um, please email us at ljbeautytalks at gmail.com. You can follow us at Lisa J underscore beauty talks dot, uh, on, on Instagram. Excuse me, Lisa J underscore beauty talks on Instagram. Um, give us feedback. Tell us some, you know, you tell us some information you may um need. You may want help in a certain area. Um, link us with somebody who you think will be a great um, asset to this podcast. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be talking soon.